Let's get it cracking, man. We in the, we in the building. Has been's podcast season four, episode three. Special, special, special episode, man. We in the building. We in Lawrenceville, Georgia, at Cool Ray Stadium, home of the Gwinnett Stripers, future site of MVPs, HBCU All Star Game. We got Reginald Hollins in the building. Mike, give me some claps, man. You know what a claps at, Mike? That ain't the claps. That ain't the claps, Mike. That ain't the claps, Mike. There we go, Mike. Get some claps for my dog, Reginald Hollins, in the building. We got Tyrone White in the building. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Reggie is the president and COO of Minority Baseball Prospects, MVP. We got Tyrone. He's the vice president and the creative director of MVP. We got him in the building today. We, I'm just excited, appreciative that you you gave me the opportunity to tell your story, introduce what you got going on in the next couple of weeks, and then you know telling the world what you got going on down the road. You know what I mean? So appreciate that. Give me some more claps, Mike. Come on, man. Okay. Hello. Okay, y'all can hear me. Okay. You talking to Mike real quick so I can make sure I can hear you. Can you hear him? All right. Okay, we in the building. My fault. I was having some issues over here. But, again, thank you all for giving me this opportunity. We got Tuan in the building over there, too. Don't forget about Tuan. Shout out, Tuan. (laughs) We got Engineer Mike in the background, man. He on a whole different vibe this week. Mike on the boards. But, yeah, man, like I said, man, we are at Cool Ray Stadium, man. Y'all see the vibes in the background, the stadium in the background, man. We in the press box. Um, And we are, man – we got to get straight to the point because we got a lot to talk about today. Um, straight to it. Well, we got to do our moment of silence. I can't skip that. That's just like ritual, man. Moment of silence to our social media, man. Has Been's Pie, Wildcard TV, Wildcard Sports, man. Pull your favorite social media um, ingesting device. That's what I call it. Social media ingesters, man. Whether it's your iPhone, your tablet, your computer, man. Make sure you tap in with us. Has Been's Pie, Wildcard TV on all your favorite social media platforms. If you're listening to us, man, make sure you tap in with us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. We everywhere but the metaverse. So, man, if you, we on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We're going to try to get on the metaverse. I don't know who we need to talk to tomorrow. We're getting there. Uh, we in there. Uh, also, man, make sure you tapping in with us on YouTube TV, man. Make sure, if you ain't watching us this week, you need to watch us this week because we got the vibes in the building. So YouTube TV, man, make sure you go in there, tap in with us. Wildcard TV. Moment of silence, man, real quick for the social media. Can I get that button, Mike? No, not that one this time. The bottom one. It's at the bottom. Thank you. This is first day on the job, man. <laughs> But let's get to it, man. Let's get to it, man. First and first and foremost, I don't know. We'll start with you, Reggie. Okay. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from, and how you how we ended up where we at today. Yeah, for sure, man. Reggie Hollins, uh, president, minority baseball prospects, softball prospects as well. Um, I'm originally from College Park, Georgia, man. So, uh, homegrown here in the Atlanta area. Uh, APS graduate, Mays High School. Uh, grew up playing this game of baseball, so I've been doing it all my life, man. Um, you know, but just as far as this right here, this setup, man, I shout out to, to, to you, Cam, and you, Torn, because Skeegee connected us. Uh, you know, I went to Tuskegee University. We all graduated from Skeegee. Um, so big shout out to that, man. That's how we're here, t- that's how we're here today. Uh, so I appreciate you guys for bringing us in on this platform. 
Um, but really, man, just started out head coach at Tuskegee University, 2010. Um, journeyed through that coaching career all the way to 2022. And I stepped away, uh, became the president of this brilliant company. Um, you know, shout out to our founder and CEO, Alex White. Um, he's, a, he's, he's the brainchild behind this thing. He and I, we just meshed well, man. We had a relationship in the baseball world. Um, and sometimes you just never know where that's going to lead. And uh, that's why we're here today, man. He and I, we make a really good team. Um, and then along with Ty White, who you guys will meet from himself later. Um, but, man, we're just trying to do big things at MVP, man, and really provide exposure and platforms for, for our minority athletes. Because uh, if we can continue to do that, uh, we'll be in a great position comes to the game of baseball and softball. For sure. Shout out to Skeegee, man. You already know. Anytime I say Skeegee, Mike, just give me the button, bro. You already know what time it is. Shout out to Skeegee. Shout out to Connect. He is hitting all the wrong buttons. That he ain't hit the right button yet, y'all. Mike, Mike, Mike. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> he is tearing He is tearing it up. And for our listeners who can't see us, man, you hear some stuff in the background. That's the sweet sound of them cutting the good the good turf. I don't know. This is this real grass out here, huh? Real grass, man. They cutting the lawn right now, getting ready for the game tonight. So if you hear a little in the background, man, that's just a lawnmower, man. We are, we are not at Home Depot or nothing like that. Don't get it twisted, <laughs> you know what I mean? But let's turn it. Let's turn our attention over here to the creative director because we know there is no company without somebody in the background pushing innovation and creativity. So I'm appreciative of you coming on here because you you looking at this from a whole different perspective, I'm sure. So we want to hear from your perspective. But, again, same question, man, first off, because we unfamiliar with you for sure without the familiarity. So where where you from, kind of where you come from, and how would you end up with MVP? MVP? Okay. Uh, first off, my name is Tyrone White. Uh, I go by Ty for most people that know me. Uh, but I started off uh, the brother of the founder, Alexander White, uh, the company. So uh, we're from Macon, Georgia. Uh, 45 minutes south, 50 minutes, some say an hour and a half. You know, some people just like <laughs> yeah, to talk. Sure. Well, anyway, we from down south, south of Atlanta, 75, man. We grew up uh, smaller, definitely a smaller city than Atlanta, but uh, sports was, was definitely a passion. Uh, that's all we did growing up. Baseball was the first love. Uh, anybody watching this already know where we from in Macon. Uh, baseball was more loved than basketball and football at that young age where we from, like every side of town. I don't care what you was into, they pick you up on the weekends to play baseball, like no matter what. I'm talking about from the from people that you don't even think was playing. This game was big where I was from, you know what I'm saying? And it kind of got slighted a little bit throughout Growing up, middle school to high school, it kind of got, you know, not looked upon as one of those cool things to do, like a cool sport. Like, kind of people frowned upon, oh, you you play baseball? Like, you know what I'm saying? So my whole trajectory of this company, Innovation Side, is to bring that flair, that swag, that culture back to the game and make it cool throughout life growing up because – for one, this is a sport where you leave the game 90% of the time with your brain still intact with 
all your fingers and toes and yeah. you make the most money and play the longest out of career. So being that I'm sitting here with Tuskegee grass, the smartest thing to do is to play baseball. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? So at the end of the day, so I'm just trying to bring that back to the game, man, and sure. give our people the exposure that we deserve in this game. So that's the reason for this HBCU game um, next Saturday here at Cool Ray Field. Where we're at now, and thanks, like I said, for the has been part for having me on. Uh, thanks for the connection. I met a lot of dope people that graduated from Skiggy all through Reggie and all through just Atlanta, period. So I'm, I'm proud to be a part. I say I'm a, I'm an associate yeah. alumni. We took him to his That's respect. We, we, oh, if you've been, yeah, I'm about to say, you had, to if he ain't been to homecoming, though, I'm like, nah, yeah, we yeah. can't. Nah, you either had to like come down visit a homie yeah. while they was in undergrad and yeah. spend like a week. You can't come for a weekend. You got to yeah, do that. Sure. You got to do that Monday through Friday <laughs> grind too. Yeah. You know we what I mean? Yeah, we we yeah. gonna get him. We gonna keep him in that. He been the homecoming, yeah, so he he good. He can pass. Man. Coming in the RV for the weekend. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You, look, if if y'all don't want to give him the pass, I'm giving it here right now. He can come to the barbecue. He can yeah, come yeah. to the RV and get the food. You know what I mean? Lock him on my dog, Ty. Yeah, but I'm 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 glad speaking from because Ty touched on it about you know bringing that culture back because that's the whole emphasis behind my brand, my vision, what I got going on here is I want to take you know like you said sports that people grew up with playing their whole life you know being a part of and wanting you know celebrated and the culture I think of all those things and waking up like you said no matter what you did. The weekend, it's time to play some baseball. You know what I mean? I think that culture and that feeling from sports is gone because now, you know, we kind of get caught up in the, you know, the fight, speaking, you know, our Lakers just lost. So yeah. everybody yeah. want to talk yeah. about legacy yeah. and who need to get traded. And we ain't talking about all the stuff that make us love this game, make people come and want to put their TVs on and sure. come to these games and fill these arenas what really bring them there. You know what I mean? Because trade – trade talk that ain't what's filling arenas yeah. that's not what making you want to play the game when you a child that's not what your passion as a as a uh, as a coach yeah, for sure. a former coach and now what you're doing that's not what that you know derived from you it's a deeper passion and so for me we looking for that in the product we putting out so i just want to say i appreciate you know knowing that that's kind of the, the purity you guys are looking to get in your product too so mike i'm gonna tell you what color it is it's blue Shout out to y'all, man. I appreciate that. Um, and with that in mind, we got the uh, we got MVP. You just you know when when was it founded? What year? Uh, twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. So baby, we got twenty twenty. This is gonna be yeah, your third COVID, year. Baby. So it, a lot of yeah, COVID babies. Yeah, this is a beautiful sure. COVID baby right here because sure. it, it definitely blossomed during COVID. Um, in a time where people were looking for those outlets, and you guys provided it to them. And speaking more so to what you guys platform is here to do and it may be alex i mean not alex Ty, you may be more suitable to answer this one when you first started did you know you wanted this to be like a social media based thing or did you actually ever in your wildest imagination think you'd be throwing an all-star game well a little bit of both i thought a little bit of both because me and alex um we actually sat in my house and talked about this, and we wanted to grow it uh, socially first mm -hmm. because we seen that socially and social media was was blossoming to something that we never had growing up. So these kids got the 
the opportunity to showcase their self yeah, sure. on social right. media. You know what I'm saying? So that's giving the outlet and exposure on in itself. You know what I'm saying? So wh- how can we add to the social aspect of it? So we drove it to the social aspect first, and then we was like, okay, we're going to – we're going to try to channel the social and then we're going to move on to throwing events, but they're not going to be tournaments. We don't want to get in the realm of throwing tournaments. We want to get in the realm of showcasing the best talent at every age group. And we go from city to city doing that. And we put on one event per weekend in that city. So this week, next weekend is college HBCU. Two months from now, we'll have middle school, sixth and seventh graders. And these aren't just sixth and seventh graders. We do a whole weekend, get a nice feel like this, a whole weekend to celebrate them and give them the exposure that they deserve. So this this not just – how do I want to put this? It's not just sixth and seventh graders that are in the south. We travel – me, Reggie, and Alice travel all over the states – looking for these top talents to put them in these these events. So you're going to have kids from Cali, Washington, uh, New York, Jersey, Chicago, Detroit, down south, Texas, Florida. So we try to scout the best talent. So to reel it back in to your question, we wanted to start on social media first to try to build a buzz, and then we knew we wanted to do high-class events to okay. showcase. Okay. Did you, and one just quick one, did you expect it to happen this fast? No. Were you, because I'm like, I'm even blown. Yeah, no I told Reggie, I'm looking at it because yeah. you say first year y'all was in Hoover, Alabama. Yep, started Second Hoover, year, yeah. you in Truist Park. I'm looking yeah. around. I'm like, hold on. Sure. Yeah. Not even, hey, I'm just looking around like, yo, yeah. that's big time. You know what I mean? Yeah. To For any, you know, because it's hard enough to get somebody who don't have much going on to want to take their time to deal with you. And then think what you got going on is credible enough to allow you to use their facilities, resources, and time. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, okay, (laughs) this is something to pay attention to. Because me, I'm not, like I told Tuan, Tuan, he can tell you, he grew up playing baseball. Me, I'm the exact opposite. I didn't make fun of people. I made fun of them from the perspective because I knew I was trash. I went out there, I couldn't hit the ball. You feel me? Once T-ball was over and they started, that thing started moving, it was over for me. So I was just hating. I'm just like, oh, y'all playing baseball. I'm mad I can't come. You know what I mean? But um, getting back to it, it's like, you know, Damn, I lost my train of thought with that. What was I just at? You was you was best yeah, I, saying that we know. Oh yeah, that fast, fast truest part, group. right, right. Absolutely. So I'm looking at it like, okay, now I even need to pay attention. Somebody who's who doesn't really indulge in baseball. Yeah, I like baseball. It's you know I can talk baseball, but I don't. You know, it's not nothing. I'm checking to seeing who doing what, what yeah. teams doing what. But it made me for a second like I need to pay attention to what's going on. And before I come and even talk, I need to come correct and dig deeper and really get a grasp of what's going on. So I, again, appreciate y'all for like, man, giving me that moment to see like, okay, this legit, this need to be paid attention to. And then like you say, it's doing it, it's doing its job. Yeah. It got somebody who not ingratiated in it like, all right, I need to pay attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, we didn't expect it. We didn't, to answer your question, not this fast. You know what I'm saying? Not the, not the sponsorship, not 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 none of this. Like this fast, it just. But you know what they say, man. When you make your passion, and you passionate about something you're doing, 
the risk on falling line, bro. Sure. That's all I. That's that's the truest answer I can give you, bro. We this is passion for blood, sweat, and tears. Like the first couple of years, like no outside source of help from nothing. Yeah. Like we long nights, like yeah. we still doing it now. Like we growing so far. Yeah, that's yeah, the best sure. part. You could just see the passion in y'all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love this. Like yeah. Yeah. you said, Reggie playing baseball when I got there. He was on the team. Yeah. And he was really coaching. Know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just yeah. as a student, yeah. like I wasn't the oh, biggest sure. baseball fan, you know what I'm saying? I played, I was telling Cam earlier, I had the opportunity to play in high school my senior year, but I thought I was a track guy for real. Yeah. At the same season. I regret. I was like, I wish I would have differentiated. But like Seeing you go from a player to a coach to now you have your own organization, I know you love this shit. I went and looked at yeah. LinkedIn earlier today, and it's all baseball. And it's like you took your passion and made it like yep. you're making your living off of that. That's just admirable. I, I really want to get to that to one place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that, man, because I, I, I was telling somebody the other day in a little short conversation, I've never filled out. Done, done a sit down interview yeah. for a job, never. Crazy. Never experienced that. <laughs> it's not the best time. You're not. Yeah, you're not so, missing so shit. So that, <laughs> to say that, man, it's 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 a grateful moment yeah. when I can say that, uh, because I'm I'm deep in my passion. I'm right. lost in my passion. This is this is what I do. This is my life. Fire. So, um, it's a blessing, man. I don't take it for granted either, because uh, you know a lot of people can't say that. No. I, was about, I just I really want y'all when I stop and speak it's gonna be the big up y'all I don't think I don't want y'all to think I'm on some weird shit but like I want you to know that like y'all really one doing this shit and two you you inspiring people and three you you living out most of our dreams even if it ain't in baseball most people wish they could spend their entire lives like I was thinking it blow me like LeBron been in the NBA over half his life you been playing baseball and being and pouring into it. Probably mo- your entire, maybe ninety yeah. percent. You know what I mean? Since four years old. That that's <laughs> that crazy. is to me. Most people don't have that opportunity to spend even twenty percent of their life engulfed in their passion. Yeah. You know what I mean? And by the time most of us really realize we're passionate about it, it's taken from us in the form of you're not good enough from a skill, you know, athletic standpoint, if you want to play the game, you're gate kept by all different type of entities. If you want to coach, if you want to, no matter what you want to do in these industries, like a lot of the times people's dreams are stripped way before they even get started. It's like we playing sports because we just didn't have shit else to do. It was no other responsibilities. So it's cool to sit around, play sports all weekend. But the minute you get out of school or whatever that, you know, whatever force pushes you into life and said it's time, now it's like, shit, you know, baseball becomes like, all right, you know, it's a hobby now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So for most people, they get stuck just kind of, it's a hobby, they love it. But man, that shit is just insane, bro. Like, so I, it is, man. So, soak it up, man, because you, 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 you live in the dream, man. Good do, man. For sure. Um, where else we want to go to it? I don't want to, you know I like to make it. I want to say something, What's up? Man, What's up? because this is important with what we do. So around this event and all of our events, this HBCU event is, is dear to my heart, first off, because I'm an HBCU guy. Just played there, coached there, just know the lay of the land, right? Right. Unresourced, yeah. right? So this is a big resource pool for us to push back down the ranks at every level in the HBCU. That's why when you see us talk about 58 institutions that will be represented, 
is every single level. So a lot of times when you look at Division One baseball in the HBCU arena, they don't get what they deserve, but they get more than the others. Right. right? So you got you got levels HBCU levels at NAIA, Division Two, um, you name it. So we included everybody, man, and to be able to do that, oh, that's priceless. Um, that's priceless. You see what I'm saying? Button, Mike. That's priceless. <laughs> Turn me up, man. You know, I had to mention that, man, because a lot of times in these events, our, our smaller schools get left out. Love, yeah. You, you, and you know that's the good thing about having this conversation. You know you sitting with some people, one, that love that shit, too. Absolutely. And we know. We know. So, because we going to – it's on my list. We're going to talk about the, sure. the HBCU because sure. that's that's definitely part of what we're here for. That's Actually, that's why we're here. You that's feel right. me? Right. And baseball and the HBCU, that's kind of the passion here. Um Kind of well. Let's talk about minority softball. I don't want to. I don't want to make. I want to make sure that is spoken about because I know you guys got that going on. I don't know where you are in the process of the rollout because it's kind of like the WNBA where the NBA was first. It kind of got established, and now you know you're trying to roll out this this similar, I'm sure, format Absolutely. for the softball players. So just real quick, you know, let's let's talk about my do- what is that? How do I'm fucking up that. Minority softball prospects. Let's talk about that. Where you going with that? Where you are with that? I think that's the most important. Where you are with it now? Because I think yeah. we know where you're no, going. No, for sure, man. It's it's you know baseball was the template, but you know again we just rolled out softball here in January of this year, so we're super excited about it because these young ladies have nothing when it comes to the exposure platform. You know, uh, Alex. He was searching just the web, and he was looking for, like, content, softball, right? And then especially if you want to go deeper, minority softball, couldn't find no videos. Non-existent. We couldn't find anything. Uh, so we know that there's a void and a need. Uh, so we had to launch it, um, you know, this year. Uh, right away, while the momentum is hot off of baseball, it's feeding right into uh, softball. Correct. So to bring these young ladies in this year, first annual softball game for HBCU All Star, oh man, that's gonna be crazy. And the, and the response was unreal from these young ladies. So the ladies out there this year as well. Oh man, they're out there this year. We're gonna we'll do it at um, Georgia Gwinnett College. They partnered with this man, uh-huh. um, opened up their facility for us as a host. It's, it's been unreal, man. Just the love we see. Mike, you know what time yeah. it is. Yeah. Hit the button, man. Shout out to the ladies, man. Um, yeah, shout out, ladies. They don't get they enough. Uh, oh, they're, they're just due in general. I mean, I think sure. we know how society works. Yeah. So it, that's a trickle-down effect in every industry. Absolutely. Especially, you know, sports. So they get they, I think yeah. they get the raw end of the stick. So shout out to y'all because I think exposure is is the female game, whether it's NBA, basketball, even football. Hell, football, you yeah. know, sure. um, soccer. It's just the exposure. I think if, you know, more people saw them, because you look at the, the, the final four this year for the ladies, it was more turn and more watch. Yeah, it was crazy. In the middle then, of the game, yeah. And it wasn't because the, the the game changed at its purest form. It's basketball. Yeah, sure. They always have been very good at the game. But you had players that they marketed. Caitlin Clark, yep. Angel Reese. Yep. You know, uh, what's the short point guard? Uh, LSU. Yeah. Uh, uh, Morris. Morris. And you and yeah and you so you you they brought these these young ladies and they brought them right into your household and 
made you interested about their story, and that's why you turned the game on and watched them. I mean, it's it just has to happen. I mean, the NBA, as good as these guys are, we wouldn't watch it if they didn't market it. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So I, I shout out to y'all for for taking that on because it's a that's a lonely sector. You know what I mean? Because it's very easy to not do. Sure. And that's my biggest gripe with the NBA. It's easy. It's like, yeah, the company's not making any money, you know, and just stand behind that. But it's easy, like, to not put your full foot forward behind sure. it. Like, you know, because you can hide behind money or, like, the, the bottom line. And especially with plights of people of the minority, yeah. it's real easy just to not do it. You know, so shout out to y'all on that as well. I don't want to waste too much time. Let's get into a little bit more fun, but it's obviously going to be baseball yeah. related. <laughs> you played – you played – um. I didn't. Where do you see the game was when you first started playing? And you can speak to it as the evolution from a coach and now, you know, where you're looking at it now where you're trying to find the best talent and then display it. So you kind of, you know, looking at talent three different ways. Where is the game – where was it at when you first started and were first introduced to it to where it is today with, like, you know, the pitch clocks and where do you see it in the next five to ten years? Yeah, games changed a lot. I can go into a lot of different perspectives of it, but just from a metric standpoint, everything is more so off metrics these days, right? So back in the day, you know, a scout would look at you off the eye. What he saw, he he trusted his eye. He trusted, you know, your ability and what you're showcasing. But today, you know, there's a metric standard. And when I say metrics, you're talking about arm velocity. Um, you're talking about how how quick your hands are. How, how hard it's coming off the bat, exit velo, all of those things go into the measurables of, a, of, a, of, a, of an athlete. Um, and, and that can make or break you. you know? So, so that's the, science. the biggest change. Yeah, the science of the game has totally exactly changed. Yeah. Because I think, because I, I like to, I'm a comparison type. So I look at like basketball, you know, it hadn't really changed too much. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think it's determined by who's the best player in the league. Because I think now you see the Nuggets, you know, you see Jokic. You gonna? I think you just see more teams. You know, monkey see, monkey do. Yeah, right, but sure. I think this is such like you say because it's not a game where brute force is gonna beat you. I mean, you're gonna dominate. You know, you get to leave this sport with your your mental in place, most of your body in place, so it's not super physically taxing. So it has to be kind of the scientific, the angles and all that stuff. Yeah, because absolutely. I've been playing the MLB the show lately, so I feel like well, a you, pro. I feel <laughs> pro. You, you feel me? I told Mike in the car, I said, look, I can talk this baseball shit. I mean, we got to get you out there for BP before the we, game, man. We, we, How about that? It's going down. Right. I told him we going to either I'm gonna either be Hold Barry Bonds yeah. or I'm going to Charlie Brown that shit. But whatever, whatever happened, it's going on It's going on the internet. Yeah. And we'll, 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 we'll edit the film. No, we'll no. I, I believe in the, the number one staple behind wild card, raw. Yeah, we yeah, got to yeah, give it to sure. you, Ross. If I, I go out there and look trash, this is what it is. Nah, we going to get better, though. Yeah. Ne- next right. year, I'm going to come out and we're going to be ready. You yeah, know what I mean? You'll be surprised, man. In video games, you're right. It's so yeah. realistic. Yeah. Because, like, when you talk about exit velo, I'm like, shit, I just put a perk on my dude to turn his exit velo up. I'm trying to hit home run. You hear me? Yeah. So, what about you, Ty? Like, what do you think? That's probably, the, that probably like, the biggest change with, like, Cause growing up and playing the game, like we didn't focus on too much of, I want to say like, knowing what our exit velo is off the bat, knowing where, you know, just different science of baseball. Like, you know, we grew up. I would say we grew up. The the more, 
analytical that we grew up was doing was knowing where to go with the ball if I'm running on first and third. Mm-hmm. Situation oh, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like situational yeah. baseball. Yeah. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? So situational baseball is like the most we grew up with, like me personally with a science behind it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like so now it don't got to the point where it's a whole dialogue of the metric form of everything that you do, like a catcher, like what is a catcher? Uh, like I, uh, scouts look for the pop time from home to second. Like it has to be like what? What is it, Reggie? Like um, an awesome two, pop time. Two o. Two o is an average. Two o and yeah. Some some guys coming out of high school was doing like one eight. Yeah. You know mm. what I'm sure. saying? From home to second. So all of that playing in the factor is kind of like how the game has changed, and it's a good thing because you can kind of measure your game to where your velo or your exit time is if you're a catcher, like per se, or your bat speed. So every year you can put that science on yourself you get better and, that, yeah. and realize you're getting better by the science instead uh, of somebody telling you you're getting better. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. The big thing too, like, so for instance, we're going to have an educational moment right here. That's what we're here for. So when he talk about that pop time from a catcher, is 2-0. So running from Home plate to first base, the average time is four seconds. Mm. All right? So when you do the math, right, the pitcher's pop time to the catcher is a, should be an average time about one four one five. Mm-hmm. You do the math, you do one four one five plus the 2-0, that kind of gives you your running science of where you need to be off the arm. Uh, See what I'm saying? So when they st- when they're stealing and they're taking a the lead, that takes that full average down to like a three seven three eight. So is it safe to be say quicker than a runner? Okay, so is it safe to say just like any other sport that these players nowadays are actually just better? Oh than, yeah. than the players of the Bigger, past. Faster, stronger is a real thing in every sport. Because I would just if I knew like scientifically, mm-hmm. like you say, how to like because that's like precision. Like you can yeah. dial in your training that's regimen. Cool. Based off of like you say numbers, and then you can, and you can, yep. and you have a real reliable number. Because before I'm like I'm pretty sure it was stats. I mean home runs, yeah, your average, yeah, stats. I mean stolen base. I told I'd be like Ricky Henderson. Yeah. I'd be a utility yeah. player. My numbers is gonna be how I many stolen bases I get. Yeah. You feel me? Like, you rolling, getting it on the ground. You know, trying to trying to beat out throws. You know what I mean? They not they not fucking with me in today's league. They like no, bro. You you really not go play football. <laughs> Go play. <laughs> but, you know, but you know what? It used to be a place for pinch runners. So some rules have changed See? so much. You got to be well rounded. You know, we position hitting. And MLB you can't the just show. run bases anymore. Like right. yeah. maybe yeah. NAIA rules, mm-hmm. NCAA rules. Now nah, you got to play. Yeah, that's what I you told. Step him. in there, you you're subbed in. Mm-hmm. That's what I told. <laughs> him. It's kind of like basketball. Again, yeah. my comparison problem sure. I got. Yeah. Whereas like. You can't play basketball if you can't shoot the ball no more. Like, yep. you can be a shot blocker, but yeah. you got to shoot that ball. You got to shoot that right. You can play defense, but you got to shoot that ball. Yeah. You feel me? You can have bounce, mm-hmm. but if you can't shoot, yeah, I would tell him. Yeah, you're in trouble. I was telling Mike, like, back in the day, I might have been able to make it off of just being fast, you know, can get up, steal a couple bases, Absolutely. steal us a run or two a game. Yep. Now it's like, yo, you we don't we don't bunt the ball around here, bro. We we, we, we can't use you. The Kansas City Royals used to do that shit back in the day. We are not doing this small ball no more, yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, 
sure. Quickest way to get around base is putting it over the fence. <laughs> right, right. That's, Come on, man. That's what sales, man. That's that that'll lead you into how we design uh the event for next Saturday. We we put the home run derby before the game. You probably never seen that before. Mm-hmm. It's usually his own event. But to lure our culture in, everybody, whether you like yeah. baseball or not, everybody knows. Watch that home run derby, right? Bro. Especially when Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa was tearing yeah, it up. Absolutely. Everybody love the long ball. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody nah, care about the, the, the skills competition. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nah, they want to see how far you can hit it. Right. Okay. It's going to be dope. Uh, let me see. We we don't want to hold you too long. Let's 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 stick on the the, the MLB the show vibes. The the wanna be a pro. What type of player were you all in your era? I'll start off. I was trash. Real quick, fast trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What type of player were you? Because unfortunately, I, I didn't get to, I didn't get a chance to go to a lot of baseball games. I'm gonna be honest. I had tools, but I was cerebral, man. Okay. I was smarter than you. Mm-hmm. So I was already six six steps ahead of you. Okay. I'm playing chess. You was a, what? You was a catcher? So I, no, man. I really had really slavery, man. Really, <laughs> what they were doing to me at Skiggy, man. I was the starting shortstop and the ace. Ooh. Those two don't really mix when you talk about coaching because you can burn out, but I held my own. Yeah, shortstop is definitely one of yeah. the most important positions. But I would say a cerebral player, man. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to study your stance as a pitcher, see what you're doing, your tendencies. I know what you like, I know what you don't like. I'm going to change your eye level. So I'm going to play around with you. Okay. And I know I got you on the hook. Okay, so you're not going you're not going wow us necessarily with the physicals, but. Yeah, my physicals, my physicals were elite. But my cerebral was it was just, my okay. biggest tool. Okay. Yeah, because I, I know angles on the field. Mm-hmm. In the box, I know how to, you know, I know what type of approach to have towards this pitcher. I know I probably already studied his his tendencies and what he likes to do, so I'm already 10 steps ahead of you. Okay. Yeah. What about you? You see, Red, Ridge, Ridge got me beat on that. You know what <laughs> what I mean? like, that's probably why I didn't finish out in college playing. Uh, but, yeah, it was – Baseball, like he said, is more uh, the great. The greats study more of the analytics and what Reggie was talking about, knowing the pitcher and knowing that. But me, I was more so you, pl- you look good, you play good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm just going like you know, and I was I was quick, so I figured you know, you know, sometimes you know I got lost in the the. Uh, the hype behind just being naturally talented. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. All phases of sports. Like, yep. just naturally being able to play sports, it came to me naturally. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how some people play sports and it's like, you know, like, I will not say it's a struggle, but it's more like they're, they're tr- trying to play sports. Like, mm-hmm. it's more so it's sports just came to me and my brother. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was just like, so I'm like, okay. I'm naturally at it, so I'm gonna just get the best cleats. I'm a Mark Dion, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. Like, so I'm gonna just do all the. I'm gonna be the best suited out there and look good and play good. So, I think that was my angle. So much of a player, and and growing up, I I wouldn't even say I had a position, man. Back in the growing up, all the way through middle school and high school, I would Everywhere. play center field. I would play. I would pitch. I would play catcher. I would play third base. So, I mean, 
but naturally I probably would have liked to to finish make a career in center field though in the outfield. Okay. Okay. Torn. I was trash at baseball. <laughs> okay. So we just MLB to showing it. That's a fact. Now, Let me ask y'all this. What's I, up? I got a question for y'all. What's up? Cam and Torn. All right. So when you see minority players on the field, most times you see them where? Outfield. Mm-hmm. Right. Why? Because we're fast twitch, we're speedy. My, our biggest thing with Ty, Alex, and I, we want to push more pitchers than mm-hmm. catchers because that's the quickest ticket to the league. So if any kid or parent is watching this, do not bail on pitching, do not bail on catching. Mm-hmm. Those are the quickest ways to get a check. Mm-hmm. And stay, I'm sure and stay. And so if we can, if we can push that a little bit more, man. Because I know a couple guys who, who even from my like where I went to high school that like went and played baseball in the league and weren't very good, but were pitchers. Just pitchers. And they ten year careers, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Versus guys I know that you know were really, really good and Absolutely. like you say, outfielders, you know, yeah. third base or some, you know, something like that, right field. Yeah. And he back at the crib. Yeah. When you think about it, it's more it's 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 more spots for pitching mm-hmm. than it is for position. Right, it's yeah. one position out you there. You throw against the natural human motion as a baseball player. So softball, they're with the natural motion, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to change those pitches out. We don't right. reach a pitch out. Yeah. I about to say softball, they yeah. be pitching every day. They can, they can go two, three <laughs> times a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so pitching, man, catching, man. I didn't know catching was was. Uh, I mean, it makes sense though. I mean, it's like. What I, what could you equivalent? Because obviously the pitchers yeah. like the quarterbacks, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. the catcher, they they super. I realize how like I guess they like edge rushers almost mm-hmm. like in the league. Like your catcher can can control the game, can turn a bad pitcher into a solid pitcher. You know what I mean. Yep. That's crazy. He's that center, man. That's what he's, I was going to say. That's what, I, I, I ain't know how people watch. thought about the center. He's yeah. in trouble with the quarterback. He's he the, he the center. He, okay. I was he calling, he calling pitches. Yeah. He, he command, making yeah. Making sure he commanding the field, making sure they in position. Yeah, yeah. that's he, it. He's linebackers yeah. been the blitz. See, people don't see the center that's doing the, all yeah. that. That's right. it. That's hey, it. He yeah. blitzing. You feel me? Calling the calling the protections now. Yeah. Have a bad catcher. Yeah. Damn. Have a bad catcher. And that's why. That's why Yadier Molina was still in the league so long. And that shit's scary back there, bro. You, they be swinging that ball, and you, you gotta see it. You might call for it down here. You it up here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Reaction, like I, like you said, the center is probably the best comparison in the sport because you're doing two things at once. Yep. Hiking the ball, calling players. Yeah. You're doing more than two, and it's then you got to block all in the same motion. Yep. So a catcher doing the same thing. Like, you calling pitches, you looking at the coach, the pitching coach. You calling yep. pitches to the pitcher. You got runners maybe on base. So now you got to watch them, and you got to watch where you place the ball, and you got to worry about the batter not – Dinging you with the bat, yeah. so I mean that was that's, so the, that's the only thing I couldn't get past. I'm like, yo, cuz I couldn't hit you. You know, they tried me out because when you you see an athlete, you like, I gotta figure this one out. Let me let me see where he belong. It's like, all right, you can put me in the outfield. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I got the football mind, so I don't know to take that step back. Sure. So I'm see a ball, I'm sprinting, overrunning shit, late on shit. <laughs> he like, nah, we can't. You you fuck up out there. That ball hitting the the, the back uh, wall and. Uh, a single, mm-hmm. 
it's a triple now, you know, because you you can't read the ball. So you're like, no, not there. Yeah. Let's try to put him on first base. It's like, nah, I got a problem keeping my foot back there and these guys running. Yeah. I got a lot of respect for baseball, baseball looking at. It's a tough sport. I, yeah, I got a lot of respect for it. People don't be thinking that it is a tough mental sport, man. It's, right. it's crazy how tough it is because – like, I always say this, too, like in baseball, like you got in basketball and football. I want to just be clear. Every one of them is a team sport. True enough. But baseball, you got to individually go to turn the jumbotron on. and hit the ball yourself. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. And when sure. you're slumping or when you not hitting good or not fit. That's on you, really. Yeah, you feel me? Like, it's like being at the like, free throw line. Like, yeah. Iced out. Like, you go up and clank them both when they lose a the game. We seen you. We yep. seen Can't you. Zoomed in on you. Don't hurt your team, mm-hmm. too, though. Y'all giving me way more perspective than even I had because it's like, like yeah. you are, you on the island, bro. Like, and can't nobody really pick your slack up. It's like, if, if you don't get on base, if you don't cash in these runners on second and third, and there's two outs. Is zero points on the board, and that's on you. That's on sure. you. You feel me? You know I'm saying, even though it's a team game, it's still mentally a fuck you boy. Up. You know what I'm saying? You would go home like, damn, I fucked the game Terrible. up. <laughs> I lost the game, really. You feel me? Like, yeah. Bitches be having a, a lot of stress on them too, like you know what I'm saying. So I just had to throw that in there because that gets oversighted, and it just so many levels to get to. The big stage in baseball, like, mm-hmm. uh, like you got, like everybody that you see in MLB, I don't care what they do, they're good. Yeah. So talk. You segue when you write into something I had on the list. Talk to me about. I told you MLB, I can talk to you a little bit, yeah, but yeah, talk sure. to me about that journey from that high school kid mm. to through the minor league system and actually getting to that stage. Because unlike any other sport. The path to actually getting to them bucks and that longevity is a totally different path totally than any other sport. I mean, me and Red both can speak on this. I'm gonna speak a little bit about it because uh, it's it's is extremely hard, bro. It's extremely hard. So the number one player, and I know you got listeners watching this, and a lot of people I talk to don't even know this that watch baseball. So the number one overall pick. Uh, your LeBron James of baseball still have to go through the minor ranks. I don't care if he, the baseball (laughs) player get drafted number one overall to the Atlanta Braves, just say for perspective, he has to go through all the systems, come here to cool Ray to triple a before he get called up to the big leagues being the number one player overall. So you're not just going straight to the MLB. So this is the only sport that has that journey to travel like that. So it's kind of that's why I say everybody on that stage is good, and Reggie can speak more on it. Yeah, uh, it's it's the trenches, man. It's the trenches, and it's tough. If, as we as we have these relationships with guys who are going through it now, we talk about it. We just have to make sure they're mentally stable and balanced and everything. You talk about that. You talk about a work-life balance. You know, when you talk about that, nah, the league, you got to have a balance, man, and a work ethic because, like he said, number one overall pick, man, has to go to the minors. Um, but I, I'll tell you this. You're going to separate real fast. Once you draft it, 
and you get in those minors, you're going to separate the cream <laughs> will rise. All right. And so that's what we see the cream rising. But it's also, too, about what that MLB roster holds. Because right. if if it's not, you know, if it's a position field with a with a t- long tenure contract, you're just going to be waiting. No matter how good you are, you got to wait till you like call. Bounce around nah. Team. nah. Nah, you you in those contracts. So unless you trade it away. Yeah, I went I went through that. I had to restart yeah. a whole create a player. I, I went and thought I was going to play for the Yankees, huh? Yeah, be yeah. a two-way player. Yeah. Thought I was gonna play center field and pitch. Yep. No, nah, you gonna have to wait to one of these all stars we gotta leave. Yeah, yeah, so I'm sitting Garrett Cole, they get they got a rotation out yeah, the world. Sure. And yeah. all they players except for their shortstop is amazing. Right. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like, yo, I just I need to restart because I'm gonna be ten years <laughs> in the minors. Yeah. Can't yeah. yeah. get traded because yeah, absolutely situation, are. man. Some bad some people's situation better than the other. The guy the um I can't even think his name. I'm drawing a blank, but he just got called up this a couple of weeks ago, this week or last week, and he went straight from college, a little small college, and he's playing in the bigs. Yeah. I forgot his name right now, but anyway, I, I, I know exactly who you're talking. It, it, about. I can't he call him. Just, name. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's like I heard of. Him. Yeah, that's like yeah. you got to pinch yourself. Like, <laughs> did that really just happen? Like, really he playing last happen. week, he was in college and he skipped the minors and went. Sh- Straight. Oh, oh! I never. That's nuts. I, I had to. I uh, mean, I can't think of. It. I, I, well, yeah, he, he. That's that says a lot, though. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. but is he, was he better than most of the other players? I can't say that. The situation, the situation was. Situation was. <laughs> they needed you know them I mean? bad. There's some injuries that happen. Sometimes you just gotta have stuff fall your way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Okay. You know how I go. Got to go your way. So explain to me this, because it's the one concept I never understood. Because I told you, you know, you see guys that was in high school, they was good at baseball and they get drafted. But they go to college. Are they still tied to that team? So let's say I'm a shortstop. I got you. I got you. I'm trying to go to the Braves. What, what, and Cooney, he, he a center fielder? Acuna. Say, yeah, Cooney. He a center fielder. Say I was five years before he came in the league, I get drafted. And I'm a center fielder. Braves draft me. I'm like, nah, I'm going to go to college. And then they – they get bro. They he come up through their system. They call him up, and now he they start center fielder and a man. What does that look like for me now? I'm in college. Do I get an opportunity to go back into the draft, or am I stuck? Yeah, no. Nah, as long as you don't sign that contract, um, you know, and get paid. Okay. Pros, you don't exhaust your eligibility. Oh, uh, okay. So once they, yeah, they could be called or drafted. Mm-hmm. They may not sign the contract, so they choose mm-hmm. to go to school. And nowadays, man, when you talk about the NIL. Actually, it's pretty right, cool because that. that's that. your minors. College is your minors now. Mm. Now, if you treat that as sure. your minors, now you're getting education with it, and you're getting NILs and getting paid. Yeah, way so more than you getting the minors. It's a little bit more marketable yes. these days. Uh, and the thing is, you just got to stay healthy so you can get back drafted. That that Absolutely. So, from a team, I'm, I'm kind of interested. So, what do teams take? Like, if they high schoolers, you don't see them – get drafted a lot in the first round and stuff like that? Or yeah, do yeah. teams take those chances and the kids are like? I'm going to be honest with you. We had uh, – came through our ranks, man. We had five in the first round of the draft. And I think all five of those guys were high school guys. Yeah, okay. Sure. And they signed that contract? This year, it just depends on – yeah, they signed that contract. Most of them uh, – we had a couple in later rounds that took their college offers. Okay. But – like this year, if you watch that draft, 2023 draft, it's going to be college heavy. The talent is in college this year. Okay. okay. In their season. And so, like, for this instance, 
that kid just walked into a good situation, but he had already served his minor leagues going through college. Okay. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Okay, that makes a little sense. At a respectable level. Okay, y'all, y'all really running. Y'all must have wrote the script out because y'all know what I'm finna. Did you send this oh, to them? Because no, I was like, the next segue is like, yeah, what do sure. you think about NIL and now how does how does that impact the going through the minor league system and how does it impact the um, the high schoolers? Because you know I hear a lot of sports and football, especially where the high schoolers are taking kind of a. They're taking it's taking a toll on the high schoolers getting recruited into college. How is NIL impacting the prospects' journey and their decision making process from high school all the way up to you know college? Yeah, it, it's making college a little bit more attractive. Uh, just to be honest, because mm-hmm. uh, you know every kid's dream is along with making it to the bigs is to make that money. Right. You know, so when these kids can make that money in college. Um, you know, baseball is probably not going to be your higher branded sport when it comes to NILs, uh-huh. um, you know, because football and basketball is just a different level of NIL money. But, um, yeah, man, it's just making it more marketable for these kids to go have a college career. Okay. They're academics. So it's just giving them more options. It's not like the – because the football guys, a lot of these high school kids are now having to – where they would have had an option, because especially in the transfer portal that opened up, you know, so now you know these kids who would have had an opportunity to maybe go to a lower D1 are now having to settle for, and unfortunately, it's not to say settle, but like HBCUs, D2s, and things of that sort. Is that something you're seeing with the baseball players? Like, Are you seeing an influx of better talent maybe in the Division Two and the HBCU level? Yeah, yeah definitely. It's a, it's a pool of talent. It's, it's trickling down, man. Okay. And again, the, the sport's becoming more popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a, a big a big thing of, that's making it more popular is because we're bringing the culture into the game. So, like, this event that we're doing and the events that we do around the country, we bring the minority and black culture to baseball. Okay. A, a lot of times it's been separated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be. You know, so it's, it's becoming more popular and fundamentals are being taught at lower ages. So we're, we're really being able to impact minorities around the country at a at a younger age and that's why you're seeing that college spike okay numbers. okay yep. you got any insight on that time the nil i think like reggie was saying i think it's good you know for athletes to get paid in college it has affected the trajectory of if you're gonna go straight to the bigs are you gonna take that chance because uh I would say what an eighth or ninth rounder might would have took the chance if it wasn't for all of the other things like NILs that are in place now. They probably would have said, oh, I'm going to take my chance and go to the league. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying? Mm-hmm. Even though I'm eighth or ninth round, like, yep. I mean, I ain't getting much money, but I'm getting some and I'm playing a game that I love. And, and it's the best chance you probably got. Yep. Yeah. All day, every day. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's all on me. So I can either go out here to Tampa and get in this apartment with a couple baseball roommates and play baseball every day, get a stipend, or I can go to, you know, go straight to the league. I mean, go to college. So now it's at a point where it's like, you know, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these colleges, 
come on, let's be real. Some of these colleges, some of these players go to making more than what they making in the minor. Come on, now. what's real. the what's the average minor league uh, pay? I'm sure it's not it's not much. So it's stipend off, but you make most of your money on the bonus. Okay. So the signing bonus. So mm-hmm. if you're in that, if you kind of get knocked out of that third third round and back, not a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you want to get in those first three rounds, man. That's most of those kids who are drafted in the first three rounds, definitely round one, they end up taking that contract. Okay. Because yeah, it's a good good penny, but you're stipend after that. Yeah. Mm. So, so you got to take as, care of that. It's not as beautiful as people think. Yeah. And those minors. So it's a yeah. small stipend monthly. Trenches. And then yeah. you have to make yeah. it to the big yeah. contract. It's real trench work oh, there. Yeah. Real trench work. In, in every level, it's yeah. different. Stipend. Absolutely. So 1A, maybe. A lower tier stipend, 2A, 3A, if you make it through all the A's. Some people go from 1 to 3 and go straight to the major. Some people go from 1A and go straight to the major. Some people never see 2 and 3. So it all depends. But you definitely, if you sign in those first two rounds, you sign, let's just say, the number one, number two player signed for like 2 million. They sign that signing. They. I'm not saying this gonna happen, but they couldn't. They may not get called up for eight years. Yeah. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. That's it's tough. Up. You don't see basketball players. They they eventually just go overseas. Yeah. yeah. You had a guy who was in the may in the minors I for seen about this. nine, ten years, right? Got his he first hit the other. Yeah. Up. I seen so, that. So mentally, guess what? That taxes on you mentally. So you got to be prepared to say, "Hey, this is what I'm gonna do." Cause most kids, they think that's what they want to do until until it's there. Whoever that is, he got that yeah. dog in him. Cause I would, yeah. he ought to been like, yo. Yeah. Cause I'm sure he Different got people breed. like, yo, you got to go get a job, oh, you know. Man. Unless I'm, he he might got some kids now. It's like, that's right. yo, that's right. and then changes. you got to go perform still. <sighs> Shout out to baseball players, no, man. That's what this is about, man. We getting respect for the grind, the sport, the hustle, the art. You know what I mean? Um, what? Who your favorite baseball players? One currently and all time, man. Just the- oh man, for me, man, mine, mine ain't gonna be the popular pick. Uh, I was inspired by Ron Gant. Ron Gant. Yeah, he's an infielder for the Braves back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Just the way he played the game, he was fundamentally sound, quick. Um, yeah, I, I was inspired by him, and then of course another a popular pick. Uh, mine was Hank Aaron. Uh, so. When you talk about Hank Aaron, man, I was really blessed to be coached by he and his son. So I came out of Old National Park in College Park, and uh, he and his son would get their time back. So they were both they're both they were both into scouting. So aside of their scouting, they would come back and coach uh, some of our teams. So yeah, man, I mean, learning to fish at his house. <laughs> no, nah, man, I, I had a crazy journey. I you know I don't even yeah. want to go into how deep it is. It's, it, it, it's unreal, really. So, Ron Gant, Hank Aaron, top two. That's why I went number five. A lot of people don't know Milwaukee Braves. Hank Aaron was number five. Okay. Everybody see the the fours. The forty-five. The five was for the fours. Okay. Yep. Ty, what you got for? Uh, currently now I'm gonna have to go with Mookie, man. I'm a just I'm a Mookie Betts fan. Currently, you know, okay. Just because he can play any position, I. I'm a Mookie fan currently. So pass, uh, pass it, it it battles for me from Griffey, of course, uh, sure. and and I was a big Barry Larkin fan. Mm. Yeah. Reds over there, yeah. yeah. 
I was a Larkin fanatic, man. Like, sister, I just like his approach to the game. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying how he played the infield, how he played. I was just a big Larkin fan. I, I actually, them probably the only two people, Griffey and Larkin jerseys I have that are retros and yeah. still to this day. Okay. You got the Griffey uh, at the um, the Cincinnati Griffey? The Cincinnati Griffey and the Cincinnati Reds Larkin. Ooh, right come on with it. Um, for me, currently, Jazz Chisholm, my favorite player. I'm about to, I'm about to swag, man. I'm, I lo- like when I seen him. Well, the first thing I ever seen, I told you that type of player I would have been. I seen him hit a ground ball like deep to the shortstop, and he ran that shit out. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I like this guy. And then I start. I followed him on Instagram. And I went through his panel. Like, oh, he got swag too. He played a game with so much swag. I'm like, if I play baseball, this would be the only way I could play it. Yeah, for sure. With swag, not giving a fuck. Yeah. And I remember when we watched it, I felt like, you know, and I'm a, a, not a Yankee fan anymore because it's like I don't watch baseball like that. But when I was growing up, I loved the Yankees. And I remember they used to make their players cut their face yeah. and shit. And I was like, man, that's kind of whack. Yeah. So to see players come in, be able to wear their chains, pants. I remember watching the Little League World Series one year in the New York, the Bronx team. They were smacking shit too, and they had the big baggy pants, yeah. like the Negro League. Yeah. For me, that shit, I like the swag. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm with you. You gotta, yeah. gotta yeah. look good, yeah. man. Yeah. I care about what yeah. jerseys look nah, like. Matter, I man. care about what shades I'm gonna have on. My, my the big, the brim of my cap. Yeah. I need all that to be proper. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Jazz Chisholm from that perspective, and then like you say, Ken Griffey is hard to not. Yeah. Cause he did it the right yeah, way too phenomenal. for me. He was phenomenal. That's true. But he did it the right. Yeah. I got a soft spot in my heart for Ricky Henderson, man. Okay. There you Again, go. he just he just he he embodied the type yeah. of player I would have been yeah. doing it my way. Yeah. Athlete. I mean, you know, he had his fun too. Sure. So you yeah, know, sure. yeah. I'm Ricky, man. Yeah. I I I got a I like guys who embody the type of player I would want to be, yeah. man. So. What you got? Yeah. We got Mike in the building, yeah, man. He didn't jump in. He didn't jump from the engineer onto the onto the camera, man. He went to ski for like a year, so he count. Okay, he count. Yeah, he count. Alabama man, roll tide. Roll tide. If I had to pick my favorite player right now, it'd probably be Acuna. Okay, I'm a novice baseball, baseball fan, so like I knew he just kind of do everything, like real flashy. So I definitely like the style. But pass is either a tie between. Andrew Jones, yeah, or uh, Randy Johnson, the unit. Randy used to slain him. Yeah, yeah, with the three quarters, yeah. Yeah. he gonna get so, it to so, you. Yeah, Randy was a household name for sure. Randy was the man. I gotta go back to the um, to the Jazz Chisholm, though, guys, because I done gave you some. Yeah, because. Because Jazz came and blessed us in Florida, man, at our second annual uh, All-American game. Mm-hmm. He helped coach it. Mm-hmm. D. Gordon. Ah, so yeah, yeah. You I talk like about D. Flash Gordon and Jazz Chisholm amongst these young kids that's inspiring to be where they are. Man, that was a crazy moment. I'm sure. And then also, Ty had a chance to meet Barry Larkin. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why he didn't say that. But oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, come on. You left yeah. that off? Yeah. So this, those are the type yeah. of things we like to do around our events. We bring these type of guys yeah. in. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can just came to the – He just the, showed up. He, showed up. he didn't have a contact on him or not. Like, That's yeah. love. Him, he showed up. One Pierre. It's a yeah. couple. That, yeah, he used – he old school swag yeah. right yeah. there he with the Marlins. Up. Yeah. He Big baggy pants. Yeah, so it was like all of these players, like – Show up the respect 
what we have going on, and it's like mind blowing. Yeah. Like yeah. Nanny, Nanny yeah. came last Here year. His son was in our event. Andrew Jones. That's that's crazy, man. We got to tell them how it started. How it started, yeah. So yeah, got to. So in the heart of COVID, uh, Alice, you know, was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna still have this, you know, this game, and I'm gonna do it, you know, small city. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna still do this game, right? So the top two people." That was in the game was Andrew Jones' son, which he got drafted. What? What did he win? First round. Yeah, he went second. What? Number two, number two mm-hmm. overall this year. Arizona so Dimebacks. he was in that. He was in yeah. our first game. Yeah. Andrew Jones' son. Then you had CC Smith's son. So, so it, it kind of made headlines that my brother was like, "Man, I know." I know. I got it now. Like yeah. these, they came in the heart of COVID. Like, to an event I'm putting yeah. on for our people. You feel yeah. me? Like, the dads, everybody showed up in the stands in the heart of COVID. And the picture that was taken was, you know, the back of CC son and then Andrew Jones' son. And the MLB matched it with CC and Andrew Jones and the majors. It went viral. It went mm. viral you know what I'm saying? Yep. And that went, like... You know, we was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? So, we don't have, uh, we don't have, we, yeah. we, 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 we don't give each other enough credit, but yeah. we kind of like. Give yourself like, y'all flowers <laughs> now. I ain't going, I'm the type, yeah. I'm the type yeah. live by the person. If I don't feel me, yeah. who going to feel me? So, give yourself them flowers because yeah. it ain't no you doing that shit. It ain't yeah. no, that's hard. Because like you said, you putting in the work, so you should, you can talk it. You yeah. know what I mean? Talk your shit. I, I mean, I think sometimes you got to step out of it because. I'm bad at this, and I know they are too. Yeah. We see the vision, the ultimate goal, which the world will see soon. Yeah. But sometimes we do have to step you out and acknowledge, like, dog, yeah. this is dope. Take a dope. shot of something. Yeah. I don't know. Something, yeah. whatever yeah. you do to turn yeah. up, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, and, and none of us yeah. do that, though, because I don't do yeah. it. Because where I started at, you know, three, three, four years ago is not where I'm at Absolutely. today. I don't sit around, you know, because I, I get so trapped in like, I got to get there, got to get there, got to get there. Sure. I don't step out and give myself enough credit for one, holding it down, sure. putting it together, continuing to ele- elevate, teach sure. myself new tasks. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. So you got to step out because it ain't a lot of people really doing the work. Yeah, and from sure, people who yeah. doing it, you know this. For sure. A lot of people will tell you some shit. A lot of people, I got this, this, this going on sure. until it's time to get some butter from the duck. I need yeah. you to pull through. <laughs> I need you to okay that connect yeah. you said you had. Oh that 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 thing you said you did well. Can you pull up with it? For sure. And a lot of the times, sure. a lot of the times that ain't happening. So you know that it's it's even more reason why you step out Absolutely. and take credit for what you do because and motherfuckers ain't gonna give you credit for what you do. So you got to give to yourself. Yeah, that's that's sure. that's normal there. Yeah, for sure, you, man. Y'all said, I think everybody on this uh, set said something about swag, right? Yeah. So I don't want y'all to think I downplay swag because swag is big with what we do. We actually have a mascot named Swaggy. Really? <laughs> swag is the coolest thing the world don't realize yet. Okay. Yeah, let's just say because I was gonna ask you, Red. Oh, did man. you did you did you have some swag on the field? Did you, oh no no did no! You keep stupid swag. Okay okay okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought he might have showed up with the cleats. Right. Coach that's gave a, you that's you. That's know? why Skeegy stayed dripped out. You know <laughs> I, mean? I kept my boys in the bed. I, I had to ask. I had yeah. to ask. 
Yeah, if they gave an award, bro, we probably would have been. Okay, I thought you might have been that dude who created Claire and just say, fuck all the generic one across the board. Nah. Just some tape around his fingers or something, you know? Man, I'm just trying to. The basic eye paint. Said the basic, yeah. Uh, I got every, everything yeah. I do, I be just doing the most. So, I yeah. I, I, I yeah. gotta find people nah, who do the most. Nah, that's yeah. real, man. Swag, look, Swaggy was actually created by Osei Hill. Shout out to my dog, Osei. Y'all know Osei. fake button, yeah. Yeah, he he came on, man. Ty Alex had a vision for it. I was kind of right in line. I was like, I think we need, and they was like, Yeah, we talked about that already. And I said, I think I got the perfect guy for it, yeah. Oh, say, man, got with these guys, got with us. Came up with Swaggy, man. I wish we had a graphic of them. Uh, but Send it to me. I put, yeah. I, don't, don't you worry. It's, yeah, for sure, man. We'll uh, throw it on the screen. Yeah, right man. here. Swag, swaggy <laughs> swaggy is, a, is, a, is a, man, he's a heck of a character. He's really not a character. Mm-hmm. He's you. He's me. He's you, you. You know, he embodies who we are. He's the culture. Right. He's going to bring that swag, that flash, that flair. And that's how we're luring these kids in to understand that you can be yourself in this game. That's the biggest. That's thing. that's that's, be and that need to be the that need to be the. I want that to be the ultimate walking away point, so we understand why. You know, we didn't talk a lot of shit, joked a little bit. You know what I mean? And went left, went right. You know how I do my shit. But we bring it back home, and I think the walking away point gotta be, you know, what we because what I do. And why I think I gravitate with to what y'all do is I think we got to, as a collective and, and black people, create atmospheres for us to be comfortable doing our thing again. Sure. We ain't always got to buy into the system. Sure. We ain't got to buy into the way of, no, nah, we can, because, you know, they're blackball. You know, we, sure. you ain't going to get no film up on our web, you know, the, the, sure. the website you need to be on to be seen. A lot of the times if you don't act the way they want you to act, you don't look the way you want you to look, you ain't going to make the page. Yeah. It's all about exposure. We, you know, it's full circle. So I want people to understand, like, the goal of what you got going on here is to make sure that these young kids, men and women, you know, these young women and men, are able to be seen, be comfortable, and, and get the best out of their abilities. You know what I mean? Cam, you hit it on the yeah, head for nah, me. For sure. You hit it, like, square on for me, bro. I'm all about that. Like, I'm, I'm the type of person, bro, like, I'm going to walk in any room, me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? For sure. I don't want to transform into something mm-hmm. to make somebody else feel like they got to be comfortable. You feel mm-hmm. me? Like, I'm comfortable in my own skin. I'm comfortable with who I am as a person. So, minority baseball prospects, all our events, the kids know they can be themselves. For like, sure. We're going to play what y'all want to play in the locker room. We Y'all want to turn up music? We're going to play that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's just... Y'all want to embody the swag? We going to put the swag on camera, and we going to let the world see this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't going to be, like, embodied and just bottled up mm-hmm. and not shown. So that's what our biggest taking out. That's why the kids love what we got going on, and they love what we're doing because we embody letting them be who they are. Right. We don't never want to change that. You know so what I'm saying? saying? Straight authentic. Like, straight authentic. Because like you said, like, we don't get that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, going to the corporate world, like, I graduated. I stopped playing sports, and I graduated engineering, bro. Mm-hmm. So you got to think, I go in this, I go in that realm. And now, you know, at first I used to be like, okay, I'm a, you know, 
got to play the game. You know, mm-hmm. that's what they say, play the game. But I didn't buy into that. Yeah, I'm like, fuck game. that game for me. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm still playing it to this day, but I go yeah. to work every day. Yeah. Fuck this game, yeah. man. I'm trying to, man. Yeah. Why can't we do it our way? Because yeah. cause you watching everybody else out doing yeah. it their way. Exactly. Ain't nobody yeah. walked in and conformed to me. Yeah. And ain't, ain't no boss ever walked in and said, what up? Yeah, to me, yeah. hello, can nah, I say what up? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I ain't never seen nobody, so I, I, my goal is just to create that. And I, again, man, I love seeing what y'all do because that just, Likewise. I don't even got Likewise. again. I don't like to act, so I don't even got to come into what you doing on the third when I pull up with my people. My fault. I pull up with my people and what we do. I ain't even got to change what we do. This yeah. what we yeah, do is what y'all do. Yeah. I'm coming to get yeah. it raw. And you giving it to me the way I want it. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's hand in glove to me, man. So I want to get up and hit that button for y'all. But it, shout out to y'all, man. Overall, what y'all got going on. Again, coming up with the with the softball players, too. Because I think that's important for the women, especially, to be able to be. Because I love, I got like a, almost a crush on Angel Reese because I just enjoy watching her do her. And when you win and do it, that's what black people are. I feel like we are now in society is we starting to be ourselves and win doing it. Yeah, It's undeniable at this point. Yeah. You packing yeah. out arenas like this yeah. and you got people, you know, important people, you know, the MLB, yeah. the NCAA, Absolutely. all these organizations you working with, Yeah, they taking you serious. Yep. So that's the win, you know? So when you can go out, be yourself, and show people you can win at the highest level. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's hey, that, hey, that that is. Probably. That's why I fuck with. This is I, this why I'm sitting here today. Yeah. Because I see y'all doing what I want to do at the highest level. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's price. Shout out our sponsors too, man, for this HBC. Run them down, man. This Dick, the time. Dick Sporting Goods title sponsor. Come on. Man. Uh, we got Coca Cola. Come on. Who invested in the home run derbies? Both men and women. Come on, give me a spot uh, after I knock 20 out the park. Let's go. Game, yeah, Game Changer uh, Sports, which is a, a stat and live stream mm. uh, software. Okay. That's known nationwide. Um, they're going to come in and do the live broadcast for the games. Dope. Dope. Um, who else we got, Ty? We got uh, Adidas G. How can, I, how can I forget them? Adidas. <laughs> Love it. Supplying everything for the, for the uh, student athletes, mm-hmm. both men and women. Drip. Cleats, yeah. uh, bags, Everything. you you name it. They're gonna have it. Uh shout out to Slutty Vegan for you know being the title sponsor for the homecoming tailgate. We got V103 will be out here. Come live. on with it. People stay. Keep talking. I don't want y'all to stop. Yeah. Um Yeah, we got we, we got the hundred black men chimed in with us, man. Of America though. Come on. Like, you know, Atlanta sparked it, but the hundred black men of America from the national level is in on this. Talk uh, to so us. That's a big deal. Um, who who I'm missing? I don't want to miss nobody. The city of Lawrenceville, the Gwinnett Sports Commission, Rawlins, Rawlins Sports, Rawlins Sports, Rise to um, Rise to Greatness, mm-hmm. yep. um, Foundation, Player Alliance. Players Alliance. Just Players. send me this list so I can just have this yeah, shit just going sure. down the yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. You know, let sure. people know because they like you got to see it. Yeah, I'm serious. It's it's people don't believe it till they see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I told you I'm here. I got I got to every. I already know you got cameras. I already know you got cameras. I need to put one more over here. Yeah, you know, yeah, two more, sure. yeah, three more, sure, and you know, and, and sure, and two it stack for up. Sure, because that's what that's that's what it's all about. Like I tell people all the time, like I can Instagram it to death. Mm-hmm. 
I can Instagram it to death. Yeah. yeah. You ain't gonna feel it until you, you pull hear. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You when you pull up and like, see, wow. Like, 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 truest part. Come on, we talking truest part. You know, I ain't gonna go into it, but Cobb County, we got eight, seven thousand of us watching a baseball game with HBCU players. Yeah, unheard of. Unheard of. What are we talking about here? Vendors (laughs) throughout black vendors throughout the concourse. Now outside. If you've been the truest part, you already know they got their own little thing outside. They got their own little shops and food places. We got vendors set up inside the concourse that you can shop with and get to know their brand and know what they're doing yep. for their community and bigging up their community. I don't want to leave that out, man. Yeah, shout out my, to Black Vendor Expo, that, though. Yeah, Black Vendor Expo. That's our Expo. partner. They bring yeah. a lot of these vendors in. That's the, that's the outside tailgate, yeah, right? Yeah. Tell them the tailgate. Let's because we got about five more minutes. Tell them about the tailgate because that's a whole different part of the experience. Because I think we need to make sure that people know that they're not coming out to only see a baseball game and the best black athletes in the nation play, but they also coming to see them hit the ball as far as they can. They also coming out to get some good vibes. If you, you know, so it's it's let people know that there's more out here to come out to Cool Ray Field on June third to get than just baseball. Sure. Even though that's the that's why we're here. Now, for sure, that's a key component of what we're doing with this event, man. If we can bring homecoming, which is a staple in the HBCU community, mm-hmm. to baseball, that people will understand it's no different than football or basketball. It's just a mindset. Right. It's yes. been washed away mentally. Mm-hmm. So we want to bring our culture. So that's what that homecoming tailgate is about. That's our HBCU homecoming culture that we're going to bring and attach to the event. I mean, again, I said Slutty Vegan, uh, who's one of the top food chains here, um, you know, to date. They're putting their name on it as a title sponsor. We're going to bring out a live band. We got a 14-piece band coming through, bro. 14 It's, it's actually mm-hmm. uh shout-out to John Boy and the Surround Sound. He, mm-hmm. He's the platinum artist, um, creator of uh, The Wobble. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, yeah, he's, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. his cut right there. So he's You went to Bama, out. you don't know no better. <laughs> got a lot of DJ, shout out Pro, uh, DJ Pro 2. Shout out to Pro. Um, we got we got several performances that we'll kind of announce in a week or so. Okay. Our, our PR team and, and uh, talent team does a wonderful job. Kaylee Monroe. Step um, off. Yep. We got Greeks. Uh, again, off. like Ty said, the all right, Mike, you in the building, Mike. Mike, uh, a what's recent. Your, what's your friend? Don't make us off. I, I need. We need you to step. I about to say, my boy just, my boy just crossed. We need some. I about to say, you already know we gonna, you gonna look around on the third. You gonna be like, these motherfuckers said everything. I'm gonna be on the DJ booth. I'm gonna be, a, I'm gonna be on stage with the band. I'm gonna be, you gonna, you gonna look up and be in the outfield in the middle of the game. I'm like, what is he doing? Take what? Taking BP. Going through drills, yeah, yeah. I got. I, I'm two hands on. I like to get my hands in the everything. Nah, man, man, we want you to get it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have the GoPro on. I'm going crazy. Yeah. Let us take that mic out your hand and all the headset. Let us interview you too. Our media team. Okay, okay, you. okay. You tell us more about your podcast, your vision. We want to make sure we come on, to. man. Cross connect. Yeah, we got MVP TV too. Yeah, we got. Forgot about TV that. Station. Come MVP on. Show. I'm trying to get up. I'm trying to be everywhere, man. One last thing, man. Just I, before we go, what I gotta read this because I, I just want to make sure I ask the question correctly. I'm trash at uh these type of things. What is some advice from both of y'all perspective 
that you would give to someone who's trying to follow in your footsteps. And it don't have to be baseball, so it don't have to be, you know. But, you know, going out, because I'm sure the process as a baseball player, coach, and this, you probably follow the same blueprint, right? To yeah, be successful sure. at all of them, for right? Sure so same. what is the advice that you would give somebody who's looking to follow in your footsteps, take a chance on themselves, and actually pour themselves into their passion? Uh, first of all, for me, man, I I can't take the credit for none of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I serve a higher power in Jesus Christ. And when I tell yeah. you he Amen. reminds me, bro, that's why that's why a lot of my stories and you know, experiences sound unreal. Mm-hmm. It's because it's him. When you when you align with God, man, and just let him travel the road and take you, man, it's gonna sound foreign to people. They're gonna be like, how that happened? That's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's crazy to me too. You just gotta take it and, and just driving, you know, mm-hmm. the vehicle. I feel that. You know? So that that's my biggest thing, man. But on a on a human standpoint, you gotta be disciplined and sacrifice. You got to be disciplined and sacrifice. Those Can these two words pop up right here for me? Yeah. It's not like I, I'm saying discipline, it's like somebody, I'm going to do this. Sacrifice, man. Discipline and sacrifice are the two things you, obviously no the Lord, discipline and sacrifice. Ain't no overnight, man. Yeah. It's a journey. Okay. It's a lot of painful nights. It's a lot of sacrifice of giving up what you want to do. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. It's, and that's, that's, my, that's my spiel, man. Okay. Keep those three things aligned. You'll be where you need to be. Man, that question deep for me. Um, advice for aligning with your passion. Uh, a lot of times, just for everybody listening, your passion ain't always going to be how Reggie trajectory was. Player, coach, then falling into something that he's been doing his whole life, and then he getting – making his passion, his paycheck, that ain't going to align. And, you know, uh, this is raw. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to yeah. keep it raw for Cam sure. and has been part. Like, that ain't – that's – that's that's Reggie is a – I don't even want to say 25% or less than that. People that – Bro, like a 1% on the center low. That can, do, can, that can take that path and mm-hmm. blaze the trail of what he's blazed in his time. My trajectory was different, for sure. Like, played ball, went engineering, went overseas, worked engineering, came back to passion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, what I, I'm saying all that to say that everybody road ain't going to be straight. Mm-hmm. Most people going to have U-turns. Some people going to have the wrong turn. Mm-hmm. Some people going to go left and should have went right. Some people going to get detoured. But the common goal is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon, and the only way to keep on that is sacrifice, patience. The most important thing, you got to believe in something. Believe for sure. High, it's got to be a higher power. Like I believe in God. So, But you got to have faith in something that you're doing, knowing that when you go out your door every day, your passion it's going to happen. That That's ultimate faith. Without that, it would never happen. You know what I'm saying? So, ignore the 100 no's. It only take one yes. Ignore all of that and just keep driving to your passion because that's when you truly going to find the success, to me, that makes 
it all worth it at the end of the day. Like I, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too deep, but I can, I can leave the world knowing that I've emptied out what I was meant to empty out, and how I know I was meant to do, uh, culture, fashion, sports, because that's the vision he put in me. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. I'm doing that. Right on. So I can leave knowing and I'm impacting lives doing it. Huge. It's huge. Like like I'm 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 sending a trailblazer that's gonna go on after us sitting here in this podcast. After me and Reggie and Alex, MVP gonna live on. You feel me? And it's the impact that this that you had on people. There's gonna be some so kids that's, that's gonna tell their story. Spiel, man. Mm-hmm. For that, I'm grateful. You know what I'm saying? To be, to be big, like, I'm all into just us coming together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Blazing For sure. That trail. For so sure. We appreciate y'all, man, because, again, we work our daily lives creating platforms for these young men and women, right? You guys have given us a platform to talk about what we do. For sure. It's needed, too, so yeah. we appreciate y'all, bro. This is a It worked both ways, platform, man. I. Right? Yeah. If you no, wasn't doing it, I wouldn't have nobody to talk to, we'll man. You know right. what I mean? So I appreciate yeah, sure. it. Um, this is why I don't do a ton of interviews because I, I got to believe in what you're doing because I'm not just out here coming to just be a part of it, to be a part of it because I go all in with everything I do. So like you said, I can't be fake. Yeah. When I come, I'm diving in. And so if I'm going to dive in, I can't dive in to some bullshit. Yes. You feel me? So that's just what we're about. So again, I appreciate y'all um, taking your time, giving us the time. You know, we didn't Came up here a couple times, you know, one time to, to see. We've been talking. We've been collaborating. So just to see it finally get done, getting this out, I'm going to have a good time editing this one up. So, yeah. man, for part of the Has Been podcast, we say appreciate it to, to you and Ty coming in and giving us your time. Mike, appreciate you, you know, doing the engineer thing, man. Yeah, Again, man. like you said, that's sacrifice, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, that's sacrifice. sacrifice. Um, shout out to Twani over there in the work meeting. Like you say, sacrifice, you know what I mean? So shout out to everybody, shout out to Wildcard, shout out to MVP, shout out to MSP, is it MSP? The Minority Baseball, Minority Softball, shout out to Alex who couldn't be here with us, shout out to everybody involved, we'll see y'all on the, we will see y'all on June 3rd, it's going down cool, right, Phil? Y'all got anything to tell the people before we go? Uh, Just come out next Saturday, man, Friday. Girls softball game, Gwinnett College, Saturday, the whole homecoming tailgate experience here, Lawrenceville, Cool Ray Field. Uh, tailgate start at 1, game start at 7, man. Just be prepared for the whole day. We bringing the whole city out, and we even bringing our city out. We got buses coming from the MAC. Oh, you done got the shuttle bus. It's coming from the Gump. It's to, the, the Gump? gump? Yeah. No, they going to stop in the 4-6? They might start. Ah, let's go. <laughs> you know, they had a little funny with the folks. Ah, it's okay. They might keep it moving. They might. You know, I wouldn't bang them. I'm just <laughs> Mike, you got anything for the people before we get out of here, man? I appreciate it, man. Y'all, this is really dope. Yeah, I love sure. it. So this is dope. I can't wait for June 3rd. Sure. June 3rd, yeah. man. Hey, and that stroll, you're going to stroll, right? You know, I hop a little right, bit. Right, I, 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 I like do a little something. Yo, hop. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you, 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 you know how you, come on. He like, he looking like, what you mean, Stroll? I'll hop a little bit. <laughs> but shout out, man. Has Been's podcast was this season four, episode three. Peace. See you later. Man. Good shit.